My name's Brian, and today is Wednesday, June 7th, 2023, and this is episode 425 of the Lots Project Podcast. Another Wednesday hump day coffee with Brian. How are we doing this morning? Feed wouldn't start this morning. I don't know what was going on. I hit go. It just sat there and spun and spun and spun like a, uh, a death spiral trying to start uh, up, and... All of a sudden it went. I was trying to cancel it. I was trying to refresh it. I was trying to do all sorts of stuff. And then all of a sudden it was on. So there was a little delay with the black screen and uh, and the audio at the blip in the beginning. I'm apologizing. Uh, I mean, I have to, should apologize every day for the, the quality of the audio of this podcast sometimes. The blips, the, the missing audio from the internet dropping out here and whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. It is the show. It's kind of been from the beginning and just kind of is what it is so what are we drinking today uh more clyde blend clyde blend in the cup it wasn't so uh wasn't so um bad yesterday that i opened a different bag it was uh it's fantastic no every every blend that i've ever gotten from brian um even the ones that i don't care for because they're more dark roast and light i uh, i still enjoy i still enjoy it. it's kind of like eating crappy food that uh, you still like Wait, it's not even crappy. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, it is is definitely it is definitely good. Um, it's a light, a lighter roast. Um, not quite as light as GSD blend, but uh, definitely on the light side still, and uh, gives you a little pep. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. I think this may have actually been the first bag of Clyde blend I've gotten since. I did the taste testings, uh, picking them out. So it's cool. It's cool. We rotate them. We rotate through them all uh, as uh, my coffee membership each month. He sends a little bit of uh, what I've come up with and then some of his uh, his stuff and then any new creations he's working on to get to sample. So it's good, 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 good. C4 Club, if you're not a member, you should check it out over at foodforestfarms.com. Uh, I love his coffee. I love his coffee. It's absolutely phenomenal. And uh, you should give it a try too. <clears throat> I think Kyle agrees. The The difference is uh, is definitely severe. You can you can definitely tell the difference. So let's see who's in the chat this morning. Gingerbread Farm says, I was late to my own party. Yeah, I was on time. Uh, it just wouldn't let me log in. And then once it did, it was just like playing without um, without anything going on. So I don't know what's up there. Good morning, Josh and Kyle, the the butcher twins. Sorry, my uh, I gotta adjust my armrest here. If I had it up, my shoulder was up like this and this, and I don't know what's going on. I'm all out of whack. I have this um, new pillow. I noticed this morning when I woke up, my pillow is all poofy and different than the old uh, old one I had. I had had an old memory foam one that has like the the hump that you stick your neck in has like the trough that uh, your neck sits in and it's nice and compact and then uh, i needed a new pillow so bought one at, at walmart and uh it's got me all screwed up it's got me all screwed up for sure and uh james got folgers in his cup and uh james your uh your coffee will be out this week i uh I will message you a little later today and also message all the silver purchasers. So 
let them know what's going on with their order, the pre-orders. Uh, Mike Philby Nomad there and Pip way early, 4.30 in the morning, thinking about lunch already, 4.30 a.m. He's asking about if he thinks burgers will do good for lunch. Burgers sound good. Burgers sound good, man. Uh, let's see. What do we got talking today? Today, I will be going into uh, my trip to Walmart on Friday. Uh, and I guess Walmart and the laundromat were my two stops last Friday. And I got a little bit of a surprise. I got a little bit of a surprise. Uh, and I kind of, <laughs> I just kind of got to run through it. And then I also had a thought this weekend. I think it was over the weekend with Corey uh, about these tragic events that we see in the news, um, namely school shootings, but any sort of public shooting or things like that. And I had a question. I just had a question one. It just kind of dawned on me. Um, I asked Corey. Corey is not the most reliable person to ask when it comes to like um, news <laughs> events, things like that, because she doesn't pay attention and I love her for it. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, but when I have to ask somebody, hey, what do you think about this? And it, it pertains to like seeing the news or keeping up with current events or anything like that. I, I try, I try. We uh, we make it through it, and there are some things that she catches, uh, but she she tunes out, and I I appreciate that so much because that's somebody that can I can stay grounded in um, that's in her own in our reality instead of what's going on on the programming. So, uh, Pip and I is getting getting a late delivery. Listening in the background. Hey, get to work. Get to work. <laughs> Oh, anyway, guys, let's uh, let's hit that perfect cup question of the day. And then uh, history segment's good this morning. History segment, for sure. Pip should be listening in the background, um, maybe recording his own on the weekends, doing, doing just this uh, history with Pip. So anyway, let's uh, hit up that perfect cup question of the day, and we will get rolling. All right, everyone, it's time for the 93rd edition of the Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. That's t.me slash l-o-t-s chat. I post a question there mid-morning for the next day, every Sunday through Thursday, and then uh, circle back and catch all the answers in the Telegram group for sure. Bring them over and we go over them every the next morning on the show i'll throw in mine a little commentary as i as i run through the answers i sweep the other socials i posted on facebook twitter um, linkedin uh miwi and noster and i sweep them before i uh, i do the show notes and sometimes i get notifications sometimes i don't sometimes i get answers and sometimes i don't i definitely have gotten answers way after the show is done Days, as a matter of fact, days after the, the show is done, I'll get notifications of answers. And it is a little late to put them in the show at that point. So best way to get your answer on is join the Telegram group or check me on Noster. Noster seems to notify me immediately when I get something. I do have one Facebook comment today. It did pop up, so I did include it, but the rest were all from Telegram. T.me slash lots chat. Perfect cup question of the day today is 
what is one thing you look forward to during your day? What is one thing you look forward to during your day? Pretty simple question. Pretty simple question. Variety of answers. Variety of answers. A lot of similar answers. I was uh, I was not surprised by by some of these, uh, but some I was like, oh wow, that is a little different for sure. I'm gonna hit up uh, Philippine Nomad here right away. He just dropped his in the comment. He likes to get his um, gets to get them in live, and uh, his answer today was grinding and brewing those fresh coffee beans. My man, my man. Looking forward to that coffee every day. I have to say, um, waking up, and mine mine is kind of like a whole process, but I think that morning process, I wake up, um, if you don't know, when you wake up in a camper with three St. Bernards, if one person gets up, everybody's up. And I mentioned on the show multiple times that Corey and I, I sleep in the front, she sleeps in the back because I like to snore and do karate and she doesn't move while she sleeps. So it's like when we're in the same bed trying to sleep, no bueno, no bueno. So I have a bedroom up front. She has a bedroom in the back. But when anybody is up, the dogs are up and that means everyone is up. So uh, we we kind of set an alarm. We both use the teapot to make our morning beverage. We both use the facilities. So basically, my alarm goes up, off, and I'm awake, and I just lay there and dick around. And I, um, I the dogs come and visit me. Norman comes. He used to come and lay in bed with me. Now he just comes and rubs his head on me. But um, yeah, the whole time from the time my alarm goes off until the time I get up while Corey takes the dogs out for their morning break and I make my coffee and sit down and talk with you guys every day. Um, that's what I look forward to. I mean, if you can look forward to the beginning of your day, I mean, once you're through it, you can look forward to the next if you don't have anything good for that day. But that's what I look forward to, that coffee, hanging out with you guys in the morning, bullshitting, and um, yeah, doing it every day. Um, Canadian Farmstead, good morning. How you doing? And let's get back to these answers. Kyle says um, he looks forward to when his kids go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like when the dogs go to bed, for sure. Uh, Rob says he looks forward to having dinner. It usually is transition from work to quality time and loved ones for the rest of the evening. That's nice. That's nice. Canadian Farmstead says cooking and eating. It's good to look forward to eating since it's what keeps you alive. Uh, Blueberry, Blueberry, Texas, <coughs> over in Telegram says he looks forward to the quiet times to think and ponder. Waking up every day is a good thing too. Yeah, that's uh, that. That was usually my go-to um, go-to at the old gas station job when I'd walk in, and you know, seven times a day I'd be like, "Oh, how are you doing today?" I'd just be like, "Well, I woke up and I was breathing." And because uh, they didn't really want to know how I was doing, actually, actually. So uh, that's was that Clark uh, Clark dropped in a, a generic answer of sleeping and then circle back later and actually filled in uh, a decent answer. Clark says he looks forward to six till seven a.m. I get up before the kids are awake and make some coffee when I'm not on a different time zone than Brian. I catch the live stream. Goddamn. Daylight Savings and Saskatchewan not doing Daylight Savings makes it so Clark can't watch my show unless he gets up an hour earlier. And I would never expect anyone to do that. 
Clark, get up an hour earlier and watch the show. <laughs> I try to catch the live stream in the morning. During the summer, when on a different time zone, I either sit down and watch a video or two, or I get to start work on the shop. I enjoy the time with no one around to bother me. Um, solitude is a good thing. Uh, having some time away, having some time by yourself is a good thing. Josh, uh, the renegade butcher says coffee, definitely coffee. That's what I figured. Scrambling, waking up with fresh coffee, puppy snuggles, listening to birds and chilling with my best friend. Sounds like a pretty good deal. Sounds like a pretty good deal for sure. Golden Cricket says, I really look forward to my husband getting home each day. And there was a spiral out of control conversation regarding why she looks forward to that. <sighs> Pip, uh, Pip, our history guy says, he looks forward to the drive to work. And I, I quickly replied and said, to or from? Most people are going to want to be looking forward to that drive home after the workday. And Pip replied and said, I usually am out the door before 4 a.m. The morning drive uh, is about 10 to 12 minutes with no morning traffic because that's a bonus. Absolutely. Leaving early when there's no traffic is phenomenal. Uh, it's it's his prep time before the day has started. Two coffee mugs in the cup holder normally do not get touched. No radio, just a few minutes to process what could go wrong at the stop and ways to adjust and tune our system. I think, uh, and he thinks on a few personal projects like duction cups or whatever is on my plate at the time. Hey man, take your 10 to 12 minutes and think about your shit. Stop thinking about the damn work until they're paying you, man. I used to do the same thing. I used to do the same thing. It's in our nature, I think. I think it's in our nature. Chris Dixon says... 0500 coffee quiet and 20 pages in whatever book i'm reading uh and helen over on facebook i got the facebook notification and i ran over and grabbed it right away so i did not forget helen over on facebook says relaxing with my husband and my precious dogs named scarlet and rudy enjoying my coffee while listening to 70s music hmm what kind of 70s music are you listening to helen interesting interesting Anyway, that was another perfect cup question of the day. Again, the question was pretty straightforward and simple, but we got a wide variety of answers. What is one thing you look forward to during your day? What is one thing you look forward to during that day? Uh, Backwoods Butcher says uh, my dogs sound like toddlers. Yes, yes, they do. They act like toddlers. If your toddlers ran around and like puked on the floor and dropped hair everywhere and uh, rubbed, I guess they do rub their bodily fluids on you. But yeah, um... <laughs> Gingerbread says, well, this is pretty much it. Really nothing to look forward to on the weekends. I assume he's talking about work. We got to get you something to look forward to, man. We got to look you look get you something uh, to look forward to. Philippine Nomad says, my wife made an espresso machine cup at my brother-in-law's house the other morning after we arrived. Those beans didn't cut it. Oh, no. Old, old beans. Old beans, huh? All right. All right. Well, that kind of wraps it up. Those are all the answers in the comments. I hope you enjoyed it. And please look out for that post and drop an answer to another Perfect Cup question. It's always nice to interact and, and share what the community has to offer. And please consider checking out theperfectcup.shop. 
theperfectcup.shop is your home for all your premium air roasted coffee needs. Theperfectcup.shop. Now back to the main show. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway, sorry, guys. I'm losing all my notes here. Everything's going uh, a little screwy on the screen. I don't know what was going on. My computer, I have a very, very, very bad feeling that my computer is is trying to tell me something. But uh, we will see. We will see. We'll see what happens. And man, I am just all crooked. And it's been for a few days <laughs> doing my exercises over here. Um, I think it's because I'm like, I can't get my chair at the right spot or something. My pillow's all jacked up and I can definitely tell that my, my neck is tighter. But I look at the screen here and I'm all crooked to this way and it's backwards. And yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an interesting morning around here, guys. It's an interesting morning. Anyway, it is uh gingerbread farm says time for a Mac. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. That ain't happening. Um, let's uh, let's hit up that history segment brought to you by Pip over at DuctionCups.com. Oh, he's hard at work down there putting an order away. Let's uh, let's blow up Duction Cups and uh, maybe Pip can stop putting away orders and just start start designing more products for DuctionCups.com. Check them out. Check them out. Pick up some ducks. Pick up some cups. Give them away. Spread the word. If you like this history segment, it's a small, small fee to pay for such great entertainment. Head on over to DuctionCups.com and check them out today. Lots of history coming up, coming up. Three history, three births, three deaths, and three holidays. That's a trifecta. (laughs) Trifecta of threes. Greetings, humans, and it's time again for lots of history. This day, June 7th, uh, in 1494, 1494, Spain and Portugal signed the Treaty of Tordesillas, which divides the New World between the two countries. The term New World is often used to mean the majority of Earth's Western Hemisphere, specifically the Americas. The lands to the rest to the east would belong to Portugal and the lands to the west to Castile. Modifying an earlier division proposed by Pope Alexander VI, the treaty was signed by Spain uh, the 2nd of July, 1494, and by Portugal the 5th of September, 1494. It's How is it so presumptuous of them to just say, ah, we own this and we're going to split it up however we want? Like, they didn't think anybody else owned anything. They didn't think anybody else had property. No one else was there. No one. Uh, mm. This day in 1628, the Petition of Right, a major English uh, constitutional document, is granted. Uh, the royal the royal assent by Charles the First and becomes law. Excuse me. A major English constitutional document is granted. The royal assent by Charles the First and becomes law. The Petition of Right passed on. 7th of June, 1628, is an English constitutional document setting out specific individual protections against the state, reportedly of equal value to Magna Carta and the Bill of Rights um, of 1689, 
Following a series of disputes with Parliament over granting taxes in 1627, Charles I imposed forced loans and imprisoned those who refused to pay without trial. This was followed by followed in 1628 by the use of martial law, forcing private citizens to feed, clothe, and accommodate soldiers and sailors, which implied the king could deprive any individual of property and freedom or freedom without justification. That sounds like government just doing government. Mm-hmm. This day in 1776, Richard Henry Lee presents the Lee Resolution to the Continental Congress. The motion is seconded by John Adams and will lead to the United States Declaration of Independence. Some sources indicate that Lee used the language from the Virginia Convention's instructions almost verbatim. Voting was delayed for several weeks on the first part of the resolution while the state support and legislative instructions for independence were consolidated. But the press of events forced the other less discussed parts to proceed immediately. On June 10th, Congress decided to form a committee to draft a declaration of independence in case of the resolutions should pass. The following day, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and Benjamin Franklin and Roger Sherman and Robert R. Livingston were appointed as committee of five to accomplish this. So that guy should have really got credit. And I don't think any history book mentions Richard Henry Lee. Maybe. Go lay down. Oh, dogs. Dogs. This day, uh, June 7th, uh, 1892, Homer Plessy is arrested for refusing to leave his seat in the whites only car of a train. He lost the resulting court case, Plessy versus Ferguson, a landmark U.S. Supreme Court decision in which the court ruled that racial segregation laws did not violate the U.S. Constitution as long as the facilities for each race were equal in quality, a doctrine that came to be known as separate but equal. I've been having a lot of the old school racist videos pop up across the Internet here, um, the stuff from like the 80s. 90s 70s that are popping out that uh, were acceptable then and aren't now and i'm curious if it's uh has anything to, to do with the fact that i was copying and pasting plessy versus ferguson on my computer yesterday who knows who knows very uh very very coincidental uh this day in 1955 lux radio theater signs off the air permanently the show launched in new york new york in 1934 and featured radio adaptations of Broadway shows and popular films. Initially, the series adapted Broadway plays during its first two seasons before being adapted films, before it began adapting films. These hour-long radio programs were performed live before studio audiences. The series became the most popular dramatic anthology series on radio, broadcast for more than 20 years, and continued on television as the Lux Video Theater through most of the 1950s. The golden age of radio, folks. The golden age of radio. Happy birthdays, June 7th. Happy birthday, 1811. James Young Simpson, Scottish obstetrician. A Scottish obstetrician and significant figure in the history of medicine. He was the first physician to demonstrate the anesthetic... Anesthetic...
<laughs> Elon doesn't like me talking about chloroform. And look at that. Hey, look who's there. <laughs> so chloroform. Always, always a great gag in uh, in the bar when you grab a grab a napkin and just hold it up to somebody's face and say, "Hey, does this smell like chloroform to you?" If they dive in and smell it, you know you're gonna have a good night. <coughs> um, June seventh, nineteen oh nine, Virginia Apgar, American anesthesiologist and pedi um, pediatrician, developed the Apgar test. An American physician, obstetrical anesthesiologist obstra obstetrical baby anesthesiologist and <laughs> medical researcher known as the inventor of the abgar score a way to quickly assess the health of a newborn child is that how you pr pronounce that abgar i thought so um Assess the health of the newborn child immediately after birth in order to combat infant mortality. In 1952, she developed the 10-point APCAR score to assist physicians and nurses in assessing the status of newborns. Given at one minute and five minutes after birth, the APCAR test measures a child's breathing, skin color, reflexes, motion, and heart rate. A friend said she probably did more than any other physician to bring the problem of birth defects out of the back rooms. This day in 1962, Lance Reddick, American actor and musician, was born. Reddick died from heart disease on March 17, 2023, at the age of 60, at home in Los Angeles. Pip's notes, known for starring as Sharon, the hotel front do counter dude in the John Wick franchise. Yeah, I don't know. Is that Sharon, Sharon? I'm not sure. I'm not a John Wick guy. And I forgot he was in Lost for four episodes. The Lost Project. <laughs> Those are our birthdays. Let's see who knocked off today. Um, dying today in 1792, Benjamin Tupper, American general and surveyor, an American soldier in the French and Indian War and an officer in the Continental Army during the American Revolutionary War, achieving the rank of brevet brigadier general. Subsequently, he served as a Massachusetts legislator and he assisted General William Shepard in stopping Shays' Rebellion. This day in 1866, Chief Seattle, American tribal chief, a squeamish, squeamish, squamish, squamish, passed. Like I, uh, I, I knew that word when we traveled through and to and from Seattle. I knew this word and I, I butchered it. And a dwarfish, duam, duamish, excuse me, chief. Indian names even worse than foreign names for me. A leading figure among his people, he persuaded a path of accommodation to white settlers, forming a personal relationship with Doc Maynard. The city of Seattle in the U.S. state of Washington was named after him. And this day in 1992, Bill France Sr., American race car driver and businessman, co-founder of NASCAR, clip from the NASCAR story on Wiki. Here's a quote. France knew that promoters needed to organize their efforts. Drivers were frequently victimized by unscrupulous promoters who would leave events with all the money before drivers were paid. On December 14, 1947, France began talking with drivers, mechanics, and car owners at the Ebony Bar at the Streamline Hotel at Daytona Beach, Florida, which ended with the formation of NASCAR on February 21st, 1948. And it was all over. Two months later, they had NASCAR formed. They've been driving left for a while. 
Holidays today, we have Flag Day in Peru, we have Journalist Day in Argentina, and internationally, we have Tourette's Syndrome Awareness Day. And that's been another episode of Lots of History, brought to you by Pip over at DuctionCups.com. I said it earlier, I'll say it again, Duction Cups, I love them. Say hi, Plugsy. Hi, Plugsy. Uh, Head on over to Duction Cups and grab some of these things. They're fantastic. And uh, I'm just about to start giving some away and hopefully getting some videos of the reactions of the people that are getting them. I just got to remember to put them in my truck. They've been packed up. They've been in a bag. I like playing with them too much. I got to get them in the truck and start handing them out. DuctionCups.com. Check it out. Thanks, Pip, for all the work you put into the history section. Let's get back and see what we got What we got up here. Wow, you guys are having fun in the history segment again. Time for a Mac. Uh, Gingerbread wants some uh, Duction Cup cards, and he'll put them all over Michigan. Um, give no quarter. Take no quarter. <laughs> don't, fight, don't die for your country. Make them die for theirs. Kyle is a little late. Brewing coffee, Canadian farmstead, and Backwoods Butcher says hello, Corey. Hello, hello. She says hello, hello. That's one for each of you. James is summoning the Ether Bunny. Um, Backwoods likes movies. I think he's talking about the actor that died. And Backwood says, I love playing with my duck plugs. I do. I like plop, popping them in and out of the duck, in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. <laughs> uh... Gingerbread says he lost interest in NASCAR when they changed the rules to the chase. Boycott since they locked Stewart out when he was the defending cup holder. Uh, what was that guy's name? What was his first name? Stuart. Um, was he the dude that, uh, made all the headlines because he raced in three different types of races or two different types of races in the same day? Like he raced in a, tra a dirt track and then flew to a NASCAR race or something like that. He was kind of like uh Deion Sanders of car racing and Michael Jordan of car racing. Uh, who killed a guy? Dale, Hart, Dale Earnhardt, he killed himself. Kind of. I don't know if he did it intentionally, but uh, I remember that. I remember that. Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart. Yeah, that's right. He was uh, he was that big uh, Iowa dirt track racer, right? And then he made it big into the, the NASCARs. Into the NASCARs. Backwood says he wouldn't go that far on the Dale Earnhardt. Well, did did somebody else drive his car into a wall? Just wondering. I don't know. Maybe somebody did. Maybe somebody did. Maybe they cut his brakes. I don't know. He was the enforcer. Rubbing. If you ain't rubbing, you ain't racing. <laughs> Oh, you wouldn't go that far calling him the Deion Sanders or the Michael Jordan of NASCAR. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> sorry, sorry, audio audience. The comments are uh, are getting very confusing this morning for me. I should ignore them like always. Oh, Earnhardt was blocking so his son was went. Oh, I gotta have an NASCAR discussion after this. All I remember is being it was the day before President's Day, and all my friends at the bar had uh, government jobs, like they work for the town uh, and the county. And we're all getting hamboned on the Daytona 500 day. And then Dale Earnhardt dies. And we had this huge, like, uh, let's get really drunk because somebody that they all like died. And I, uh, I ended up calling in to work because all of a sudden I realized they didn't have to go to work the next day. And I did because who the fuck gets President's Day off except for government employees. Junior won the race his dad died in. Did he know his dad died before he won? Huh. Interesting. Anyway, let's get on to it. Let's get on to it. We're here at a half hour. Let's hit these uh, couple of topics I have. Um, so I kind of have to preface this by saying that I have no issue. Well, I do have issue with government assistance. Uh, I think it should probably all be privatized. I think uh, things went a lot better when uh, when people took care of each other and the government didn't have their hands and get their big cut and all that shit. So, yes, there should be charity. There should be help. There should be uh, assistance for people on hard times. I don't think it should come from the government. I don't think it should come as easy as it does. But, yes, there needs to be uh, some sort of safety net for people that fall on hard times. It happens. It happens. When it's privately done, it runs more, way more efficient and uh, is way better because it's not a perpetual system. Just my two cents. Just my two cents. I've been on unemployment, blah, blah, blah. I've, I've, I, can't, I can't say that uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't help in certain situations. Um, so here is, um, here is what happened. Last Friday, um, weekly, I go down to uh, weekly. I go down. It's about half hour away to the nearest Walmart. And in the town, there's a tractor supply, a Walmart, a laundry mat. Um, and since Corey works and Corey works all the time, I said, you know, I um, I will take it and go. I'll do I'll grab the groceries. I'll do laundry if we're doing laundry at the laundry mat. I'll do laundry if we're doing laundry at home. Um, I'll just do the errands so that we don't have to occupy our time of the evening doing it. I just built it into the daily schedule while she's occupied with work. And, um, yeah, Canadian Farmstead, <laughs> Backwoods Butcher says it's a Band-Aid, not a lifestyle. And Canadian Farmstead says it's a safety net, not a hammock. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. Um, <coughs> anyway, so weekly. It was bi-weekly. I think it's going to be weekly. We're, uh, like I said yesterday, we're transitioning. Um, we're trying to get into better eating, uh, trying to get rid of the stupid excuses and why I'm basically killing myself by eating this way. There are ways to do this. Um, I've hunted down a couple of farmer's markets and this and that. So I'm going to start going down weekly. Last week was the first of the weekly visits. Um. 
go do laundry. I go and do laundry first because it takes a while. It takes like two hours at the laundry mat. And then um, it's a half hour drive home. So if I buy frozen things or meat or things like that and it's warm, I don't want to go to Walmart first and then go sit at the laundry mat. So I head down, uh, do the show, do all the after work of the show, wrap up and head out. And didn't have a ton of laundry to do. I um, I was I was going down like every two weeks, and this was only a week, and it was a few things that we had. I was going to do a couple loads, and I, I walk in, and the place is just packed. Now I've been to this place a few times, and normally there's a few people in there. Then there's an employee in there. They do like drop off, and they'll fold your they'll do your laundry and fold it for you, and all that shit. And it's just like I looked at the price, and I was like, well, I can sit here and do shit while I wait for that price. So I walk in this time, the parking lot is almost full, which there's usually like two cars in the parking lot. So first thing that I should have realized, I walk in and I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to find washers, found some washers, found some washers, get that going. And I'm just kind of observing. I'm looking at all the dryers. I'm like, man, I hope the cycles will run long so these guys dryers are full i might have to wait for a dryer i text Corey. i was like hey uh, it's busy here I, I might be late tonight i might have to sit here and wait for dryers this is kind of silly and so i sat there doing the laundry and time comes to put them in the dryer they go in the dryer man it sucked because i i had one dryer that didn't heat up it uh looked like it had maybe the um, uh had um had uh the or the heating element was out or something or something but it didn't get hot so then i had to stay there extra long so i was having like a kind of a i'm i'm kind of over this day already by the time i got out of the laundry mat so pack up the cars i head over to walmart i'm pulling into walmart walmart's always busy walmart's always busy the parking lot usually is pretty full well i pull in and i'm like man this parking lot is full too. Holy shit. I'm like, oh, it's Friday. It's Friday. I usually go down on Wednesday or Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, middle of the week. And I'm like, it's Friday. People have Fridays off. That's why it's so busy. It's, uh, it was, was it Memorial Day weekend? No, it was the Friday after Memorial Day. So I'm like, all right, well, here we go. Here we go. And I always kind of got to hype myself up to go into Walmart. And so I, I sit in the truck for a second. I get out. And I'm, I'm walking in. And there is just a stream of people in and out of this place. And I'm like, what is going on? I walk in the front door. And I don't know if you've been in a Walmart lately. You go in the front door. And this one, I, I went in the right. So if you're facing the building, I went into the right. And the way it's set up is you go in you turn right and go into the produce you go straight you go along the aisle of the food and split with clothes but if you go in and you walk through the entrance and you take a, a left you go to the checkout counters and the first one is the kind of the corral that they have the self-checkout and i walked in the front door and there's this line of people with overflowing carts all lined up around the corner, starting to go out the entrance. And I'm like, whoa, what? It's it's getting weirder and weirder as I progress in. 
And so I walked in, I grabbed my cart, and as I'm walking by this line of people, and James got it, I started thinking to myself, what the hell is going on? And it dawned on me. I'll have to circle back about, oh God, we've known each other 15 years, about 16 or 17 years when I was bartending downtown Minneapolis and one of the bars I worked at was on the corner in smack downtown Minneapolis in between two bus stops. It was one on one corner. The entrance was on the corner, like facing the corner, facing the intersection. It's big, wide, uh, wide doorway advertising anybody that drove by in any direction. And then around the corner, there was another bus stop. And the first Friday after the first of the month and the first Friday after the 15th of the month, my bar was packed with people wanting water, with people wanting game cards, with people wanting water, with people wanting uh, Long Island iced teas that tasted like shit. So it tasted like there was a lot of booze in it. And just so you know, when you ask somebody for a Long Island iced tea with a lot of booze in it, they just put a lot less in it and make it taste shitty. So you think there's a lot of booze in it. Any bartender looking to make their bar money, at least. But anyway, I had a flashback. It was welfare day. It was the 2nd of June. And I walked into Walmart on a Friday in the 2nd of June. I had made it through the laundromat, which wasn't horrible. The people were different, though. The people were definitely different. I went, I, I go to the laundromat. I've gone quite often since we've been here. We don't really have a great setup for doing um, manual laundry, and the laundromat's there, and it's actually cheaper than Texas. So I was like, eh, while we while we need to, while we're sitting, staying put, let's, uh, let's just do it. Let's just pay for it. it we can take it into the budget because... Our, our living expenses have gone down significantly. So I was like, okay, this is okay. I've talked to quite a few people at the laundromat. The people I talked to on Friday were a different breed, man. They were they were a different breed for sure. And when I made it to Walmart, I, I, I just... I had one of the most interesting hour-long people-watching sessions of my life. <laughs> I, I don't really, it really didn't, I don't really care. I don't really care about it. But as I, as I walked around the store, there's screaming babies in every direction. There's kids running around in diapers, like running barefoot in the aisles. There are people that just have overflowing carts. Every, every single one of the motorized carts was gone. Um, and this place was just full to the brim with people the overflowing carts of all the aisles that you would think man if i was looking to lose some weight which i am which i am <laughs> james says it's kind of like going to the zoo oh man i walked around i observed some things that some key things let me let me let me throw some things out at you that i saw I saw on multiple occasions people with their carts perpendicular in the aisle. 
yeah, if you don't know what perpendicular means, you know how you walk down the aisle, the grocery aisle, and you can usually fit two lines of people, one going each way, kind of like a road, you know, on the right, you go on the right, you push your cart, you push, you stand behind your cart and you pick the things off. And if you need something on the other side and there's nobody coming, you just kind of stand over there and you grab your item, you put it in your cart, keep moving. On more than one occasion, I had people with their carts perpendicular in the aisle, which means they basically drove down the aisle like they should and turned their cart sideways. You know how much room there is to get around a 400-pound woman with a cart the wrong way in the aisle? I don't know how she fit in between the cart and the aisle. But her and her five kids, the first one that I ran into, were standing sideways in the aisle while several people on both sides for were waiting to get by. Oblivious to the world, she was picking out her Cracker Jacks or whatever the hell was on this on the on the thing, but I was just standing there with my jaw dropped going. <sighs> Backwards Butcher says, and I'm sure I was inconveniencing them. I didn't even get that close, man. I was like third in line and I wasn't waiting for this shit show to play out. So I like backed my ass up before I could uh, get trapped in this aisle. Uh, I experienced this again in another aisle and I was like wondering if this was some sort of thing that they do. Uh, Josh, Josh says the people of Walmart. I used to sit and scroll the people of Walmart when, uh, when I was at work <coughs> And I would just, I would, I would see it and I would laugh and giggle and it was all like fun and games, you know, I lived it. Like I lived it. I think I have the hundred yard stare now. I think I have the hundred yard stare from going to Walmart on a, um, on a, on a Saturday, on a Friday of, uh, the second of June. Renegade Butcher says meth doesn't let you get 400 pounds. I don't think, um, I don't think she was doing meth. She definitely wasn't buying birth control. But, man, so on different occasions as I'm walking through the, the store, I experienced other people experiencing what I had. James says flaunting the ignorance of their culture. And that's the thing. That's the thing. I got home and I was, I was explaining this to Corey and I, um, I, I must have came off as it was a particular race and culture of people. This was a rainbow. This was a, a rainbow of different creeds and colors. Let me tell you. This, this uh, mentality is not discriminatory by any means. <laughs> and uh, so I'm walking around. And I experienced several other customers that obviously had no idea what date it was and what a shit show Walmart was going to be. I actually experienced them having their own awakening and realizing what day it was. Literally saying out loud, oh shit, it's the first of the month. Or another gentleman that was waiting in line to a perpendicular cart looked at me, turned around, looked me in dead in the eye and goes, why the fuck did I decide to come here today? <laughs> I just looked at him and went, I don't know, man. It's just my normal grocery day. <laughs> he was so mad. He was so mad. 
So I do my shopping. I make my way through it. I made the best of it. I did some people watching. I saw some interesting, interesting events. I make my way around. I, I, I put out of my head the screaming children. The screaming children just drive me up the wall. Like kids screaming in stores because it echoes and it's loud and obnoxious. When parents are trying to deal with it, God bless them. God bless them. When parents are ignoring it, like, oh, if we ignore it, they'll stop. I will take care of it. I will take your kid outside and I'll set him on the sidewalk. Hopefully he'll be sitting there uh, when you come out. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. But the echoing of the screaming, it, it's one of those things that just sets me off. I was able to calm myself through the whole store because it was in every direction. It was like they were they were like mockingbirds echoing each other across the store, I think. Anyway, I make it through. I get all my stuff on my list and I roll up and I get in line. And every single line that was open had like at least four overflowing carts in it. Like, you know, when you get to the front of the Walmart and I don't do self-checkout because I've seen too many people get nailed for stealing shit, especially if I have more than like the items in my hands that I can go click, click. Here's my receipt. Don't put it in a bag. I don't got nothing else. Like I'm not getting nailed on some stupid shit where they think I stole stuff. So I, I, re I don't go to the self-checkout for that reason. Usually when you walk down the aisle, you see the couple carts sticking out and you do the like, which one should we go to game? And you see some, see one that's got like one cart. There's usually a, a less line. They had a significant amount of, um, they had a significant amount of aisles open, more than normal. And all of them had three to four carts out of the aisle. And I'm like, holy shit, it's going to be a while. Text Corey. Might be a while. So I get in the line. They're all the same. I picked a cashier that looked the most with it and get in line and get on my phone and wait and wait. And when I say these carts were overflowing, they were like mounted out of the cart with shit hanging off the side and people like holding stuff. So it's taking a while. I'm kind of zoned out in my phone. I'm just listening. And there's this woman behind me and says, she says, hey. I haven't seen you in a while. And she wasn't talking to me. I knew she wasn't talking to me. And because the other, the other woman starts, oh, so nice to see you here. And the lady says, you know what? I've seen five of my friends here today. It's like I haven't seen them in a month. And I almost laughed. Like, I almost laughed. Physically, I, I was able to control it. But it almost slipped out. Because I put the I put it together. She didn't. So I put my head back down. I'm buried in my phone waiting. And I've been waiting probably, it must have been over five minutes at this point. And one cart had moved. I obviously didn't pick the, pick the, um, I didn't pick the right cashier. Standing there, head down, looking dejected. And all of a sudden I hear, like pick my head up i look over and this guy this guy's looking at me he's like three or four feet away from me he's like <laughs> what what <laughs> he goes come over here real soft <laughs> what it's like come over here so i follow him over to the next lane and there's this cashier and she's like kind of ducked down behind the aisles and i walk up and the guy's like 
you didn't look like you you didn't look like you belonged in that aisle. I'm like, what? He said, yeah, I walked by and I only had these few things. He had like camping steaks. He had like five camping steaks and a Coke. <laughs> He's waiting at all these lines. He says, I was walking by and she saw me with only a few things. So she grabbed me. She opened the aisle. She said, go grab you. You didn't look like you belonged to that line. <laughs> I was like, thanks, dude. I appreciate it. As I turned around, there's like 17 people already behind me with their full carts. So I unload my cart and I'm waiting in line and the ruckus is just starting behind me. The kids screaming, the whole, the whole circus just like came in behind me in line. And this poor cashier is rigging me up. And I try to be, I try to be very, very civil to cashiers, especially at Walmart. And I'm like, Hey, how's it going? How's your day going? Are you having a great day? Um, you know, trying to get something positive out of this woman. And she just looks like she wanted to kill somebody. And so I keep going. I'm just poking the bear a little bit. And, uh, all of a sudden she's like, I said, it's, it's kind of busy in here. <laughs> and she looks at me and she goes, it's the goddamn first of the month. And it's full of welfare people. <laughs> she's like screaming. And I'm like. Oh, oh no. Oh no. And I turned around and I, I looked behind me. None of them heard her. None of them. They were all in their own fucking world. She was so upset. She's like, I can't wait for this day to be over. I'm seriously considering my vacation every beginning of the month. <laughs> I was just like, this poor woman. This poor woman's going to lose her shit one day, and I don't want to be here when it happens. Or maybe I do. Maybe I do, as long as there is no uh, no, no firearm involved. But <coughs> I got out of there. I made it out. I got home. And I just had to recap my my whole experience there. It was, it was definitely something that... Um, will prevent me from making the same mistake again. I probably have to go to the Piggly Wiggly next next month. But anyway, that was my uh, that was my trip to Walmart on uh, on Welfare Friday and um, I'd advise any of you to not do any significant shopping, but if you're feeling adventurous, maybe go take a stroll. Maybe go take a stroll through a Walmart on a Friday afternoon around the first of the month and see what kind of fun you can observe. It's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely a different world guys. It's definitely a different world. Anyway, anyway, a couple announcements and item of the day. Let's get it done and get out of here this morning. Um, two more days, three more days, I guess, if you count today, three more days, um, Three more days until I close off the pre-orders for the silver round two sale. I have a few left. They're going. They're going. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate all of you. Uh, there's a few sets left. $100 for the set, a one ounce and a half ounce coin. And a few of the six pounds and uh, ounce packages. Those are $200, six pounds of premium coffee and one ounce uh, coin. Email me info at the lots project.com or send me a message on telegram or reach out any way you can get a hold of me to reserve one of those. What do you get for a pre-order? 
pre-order you get to choose your uh choose your number set from the available ones left and you don't have to go through the process of ordering out on the site and all that uh it's direct it's direct uh consumer to vendor and i send them out and we communicate and all that fun jazz once they go up on the site they will um they will it will be you get what you get you order them and you get what you get you get the number you get so if you have a thought of getting one get a hold of me and you get to choose you get to choose if that's uh, your thing if not uh, roll the dice roll the dice get get the one you want or if they are even available at all james uh james picked up a six pound and an ounce package and was the lucky the lucky recipient of coffee coin number one so it will be a one ounce coin that's uh that's benchmarked number 21 of 25 but with a special marking of c1 those five extras are numbered c1 through c5 there's only five of them there were none in the first round they were uh they were used for something else this was a new thing that ryan and brian and i came up with in the process of designing these coins five of them ever and uh i will not probably be making them again so c1 through c5 might be a one-time deal james has got number one so check it out that's uh that like i said the pre-order goes goes dark on june 9th and the only way you'll be able to get them then is through the site and i don't like paying processing fees so Let's sell them out beforehand, guys. Let's sell them out beforehand. I think that uh, that is a reasonable thing with how many are left. So spread the word. You know anybody that wants to uh, get some collector silver and uh, help out the lots project? Get some great coffee. You can do that too. So anyway, item of the day today is a flat Scandinavian style whisk. What? What do you? Wait. Uh, yeah. Item of the day. I love this thing. You'd say uh, it's just a whisk. You know, what, what's the big deal? Uh, Corey got this from her grandmother when she moved out of the house for the first time. Grandma, you know, housewarming gifts, things like that. Uh, gives her this whisk. I don't have it in my hand. Um, it's probably behind me. I could probably dig it out real quick, but there's no need. Basically, it is a flat little uh, coil spring that it you use it to whisk eggs, gravy, whatever you want to do. But it's nice. It's uh, there's a few nice things I like about it being flat and round and actually springy. You can get it into all the crevices of a round bowl that you can't get to with other things. You can uh, get it on the bottom of the bowl since it's flat. You know when you have those whisks that have the round bottom and you're trying to get stuff. This is a flat whisk. It's uh, it's just a different style. Corey's had it now for probably 17, 18 years. Uh, I love using the thing. When I first met her and we uh, moved together and she brought this thing, I was like, what is this? She's like, try it. It's great. It's great. Comes apart, easy to clean. They're super cheap. They're great for housewarming gifts. That's how she got hers. That's how she get hers. The one I have in the video I did um, has a plastic handle. You're not going to find it. It's direct from Sweden. Her mom got her grandma, excuse me, got it in Sweden and brought them back for the grandkids and saved them, gave them away. Um, you, you're not going to find that. I did find very similar with a stainless handle, which I think might actually be better. And uh, they come in two packs. So buy one for you, give one away. They are great. Uh, Backwood says, is this whisk flat? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's got a handle. It comes down. Hold on a second. It's like this. 
you're watching the video. Sorry, audio people. I'm just showing the whisk. And then this spring unhooks here and comes off for cleaning. Um, works great. Easy to store, flat. It's not as big and bulky like uh, like other whisks. And uh, for minimizing and small drawers and having limited space, they are great. They're great. So check them out on Amazon. Check it out. Shut up, dick. <laughs> wow. That's in the title. That's actually what it's called, Kyle. I was just I was just saying what it was. Thanks though. Thanks for thanks for that. Appreciate you. Um <laughs> grab one. Link is in the video description in the audio notes. And uh did a blog post yesterday. Video up all the same stuff every day. Porterhouse coming up tomorrow night on uh, biochar. We're going to talk about his experience with biochar, how he's made it, the different ways, what he's learned, and uh, tips, tricks, and that. And then hopefully a um, hopefully a brainstorming session on Tim's property and the things that I might have going on there. And with that, let's wrap it up. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day and we will catch up with you next time. <laughs>